It's Saturday of the fourth week of Lent. Welcome to today's Lentcast. This is Father John Zolzberg. The Roman station today is San Nicola in Carcere, St. Nicholas in prison. I have a personal connection to the station today. As a seminarian, I was assigned here for Sunday duties, and then I took over the direction of a Gregorian chant scola entirely of women. Later, I was ordained a deacon in this church by the late and truly great Cardinal Paul Augustine Meyer, the holiest man I have ever met. St. Nicola in Carcere, Nicholas in prison, is named after St. Nicholas, who was imprisoned during the persecutions of Diocletian. Nicholas was especially venerated by the Greek population of this sector of the city in ancient times. The name Nicholas, however, seems not to have been applied to this church until the medieval period. The tag in prison perhaps refers to the fact that there was a prison nearby from at least the 8th century. The basilica is built in the remains of three Roman temples, which once stood on the edge of the Forum Holitorium, the vegetable market of the ancient city. Once upon a time it had a beautiful fresco within, but along came Cardinal Rodrigo Borgia, who whitewashed the place. He was later elected as the infamous Pope Alexander VI. In a side chapel is a beautiful image of Our Lady of Guadalupe, decorated with some of the first gold brought from the New World, the Americas, to Europe by Spain. On the 12th of every month, a Mass is celebrated here in her honor. And there is preserved here also a fragment of the cloak of the centurion Longinus, stained with the Lord's blood. St. Gaspar del Bufalo founded the Confraternity of the Precious Blood in this church in 1808. I'm very happy to have a first-class relic of this great Roman saint. From Toward Easter by Father Patrick Troedek. As the great week approaches, when we celebrate the anniversary of the Passion of our Lord Jesus Christ and of his redemptive sacrifice, which reconciled us with God and gave us the power to become children of God, the Church, in order to strengthen our faith in the Savior, has us read and meditate on the prophecies which depicted him so far in advance and in so moving a manner. The two sacred texts describe Jesus by using several images. First, he is presented to us as the Good Shepherd, who guides us toward green pastures. He is also our source of living water. Next, he is depicted under the aspect of the best of mothers, who could never forget her child. Finally, Jesus says of himself in the Gospel that he is the light of the world. The teaching by images is clear. Mother, nourishment, water, and light are all that are needed to make life grow. What more could our Lord have done for us than he has done? What could he have given us that we have not received? He willed to become himself our nourishment and our drink. And what pasture, more delicious and salutary, more nourishing and fortifying, could he ever have found than that of his body and his blood? What shall we give back to him for all that we have received from him?
never will we be able to give him all that he deserves. Lord Jesus, give me thy love, so that, with thy grace, I may love thee, please thee, and serve thee. I want to become thy loving child, and for that to be so, I promise thee today to make efforts in obeying all that thou commandest me by the voice of my superiors, whether at school or at home.